Bobco Brands would like to thank you for your support. As the owners of 63% of all American brands, every 10 seconds each American produces a dollar of revenue for us on average. No need to buy anything different or try out something new. Just keep doing what you're doing. That is because we are the world's leading producers of podcasts, nuclear materials, and chicken nuggets. Popco is also the sole owner of all carbonation methods, plastics for consumables, and mass water purification techniques. Because of the wide and sweeping reach, if you are eating, sleeping, alive, or dead, Popco would like to thank you for your continuous support. Hello and thank you for stopping by. I know it's been a while, but we are back with another Road Soda. Road Soda 122. On this episode, we go to the arcade. We are bewitched by the Witcher. Mm-hmm. And we take a peek at insanity. True insanity, I would say. Um, thank you for coming back. It's been actually two weeks. Two weeks. It's the longest stretch. Now we were holding that whole thing of ah oh, we've never missed a week never missed a week but you know what i was t- talking to justin before this and that is something i don't want to i don't want to carry that fucking shield or whatever it is i don't want to mm-hmm. carry that um because uh, when i didn't do it for these two weeks it wasn't like uh, i couldn't or it wasn't anything i truly was just like you know what i'm just not going to because down the line there might be a day when i'm like at a real impasse and it's like episode 300 and I have like something very serious I need to attend to and I can't do it. And then it's going to be like a big, that's going to mm-hmm. suck. I don't want to do that. So, you know what? I think we might just make it to where uh, around this time of year, every year we take a break. I think uh, that's that's going to be a kind of a cool thing to do. Um, and so we are finally, we're finally back. Side note, it might say on your thing that this is episode like 187 or something like that. Don't look at that. That's a, that's a lie. That's wrong. <laughs> There's not 187 episodes. There's 122 episodes. This is the 122nd. Um, that's a problem that occurred from... It's a whole thing. I, I should just be able to send an email and it should be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're back. Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm really, really pumped. I, I, it's just such a good feeling to finally to, to sit down and, and be doing it. I love being here. We do have a voicemail. Now I've gotten to remember the phone number. So I know this is a voicemail from... Sir uh, Grant. Let's see what he said. This came to us on the 22nd. Or sorry, the 26th. Uh, the founder of Death Metal that uh, Justin was looking for is definitely Chuck Schumer. It's got to be Chuck Schumer. Mm-hmm. Hardcore metalhead. Um, what, Grant you. is? Grant, enjoy. Bye. What? Dude. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I was listening to Meshuga on the way over here. Meshuga. I always Meshuga. say Meshuga, but Meshuga, yeah. Dude, so what did he say it was the... the... It's Chuck Schumer. I said Chuck... And then I said it starts with an SCH. I couldn't remember his last name. And Check he just immediately out. was like Chuck Schumer. Yeah. He just called. He was probably listening to yeah. it right then. And he's yeah. like Chuck Schumer. Dude. Dude. Grant, let me tell you something. That's so awesome. Always, always surprises me with uh, the kind of listener that he is. He's the kind yeah. of listener. He, thank you, Grant. That's and look, I don't usually, I don't like to gatekeep people. Right. Uh, like whenever you say like, hey, have you ever seen this movie? You've never seen this movie. Or, right. You just say something like only true fans know X, Y, Z, like just enjoy things. But, but that is a marker that Grant is like for real been listening to metal for a long time. If he knows about death and he like, knows about, yeah. And uh, uh, Chuck, Chuck Schumer. Schumer. Yeah. And he says true metalhead right here. Yeah, He's, he is. Mm-hmm. Check yeah, that out. Like I, I could not say that. And I, I don't think I would. So thank you. And then uh, also, so you guys can also call in and you can leave a message just like Grant. You could be the kind of awesome listeners that we have, uh, you can call in and leave a message at seven zero six two hundred one two one three. Again, it's seven zero six two hundred one two one three. Goes to voicemail, leave a message, and we'll play it right here in the air, just like our good friend. Uh, I believe he also sent an email. Let's see here. We got a. It says, "I got nothing to keep me rolling. Need a road soda Monday mornings." Grant, uh, that being said, enjoy the holidays with friends and family. Take some time off. So thank you, Grant. Yeah, it was essentially because I was up in North Carolina and whatnot. 
it was very much needed, and I'm very happy that we did that. So we're back. We're never going to fucking stop. Road soda forever, baby. Yeah. And then I think there was one more uh, message we got from uh, the Nelly half of Jeff and Nelly. She said, hello, sir. Just checking in. Are you alive? (laughs) (laughs) That's all we need. Yes, we're alive, and now we're back. And I hope that you are enjoying uh, this episode. Quick announcement on this episode. We are starting a brand new segment, brand new into the the year. Mm -hmm. We are going to be now reviewing, kind of just like the Millennial Book Club, we're doing the arcade. So Google, when they released the iPhone 11 and they released the new iOS, uh, they announced not only their new Apple TV, which is just like Netflix, but they also announced uh, the arcade, Mm -hmm. which is what I think is really going to do well. I don't think they're going to be able to compete in the market for film or not for film, but movies because they're making their own stuff and it's just hard to get people in there. But they, I think they're doing this game thing, which I think PlayStation does, don't they? Yeah. So PlayStation does where you are not on the console. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they do PlayStation plus and then every month you get like two or three games for free. Right. But which I don't, is, I don't think it's similar to the arcade. I, I mean, you're still playing a, the, you still have the subscription though, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what this is basically exactly. Oh, no, 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 wait. They have PlayStation Now, yeah, which is a monthly subscription with like thousands of games that you can have access to. I'm so sorry. I forgot about PlayStation. Okay, now. okay. Yeah. I didn't, um, I wasn't sure what, if there yeah. was one. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I kind of thought because I always watched uh, Brian playing it and whatnot. So the, but now this is for the mobile. The mobile gaming, they have the arcade. You access it through uh, the App Store, which is, you know, whatever. Uh, they might actually make it an app on its own. I think they probably will. But it's uh, $4.99 a month, and you get a, f- a month for free just like Netflix. I think getting that month for free, setting yourself a reminder, and playing some of these games is... It's, they're, we'll talk more about it in the arcade, but they're mm-hmm. actually they're really good games. It's yeah. a really good idea, uh, and I'm uh, that's going to be really good for Apple to do this. I think it's going to definitely uh take off anyway so that's the arcade stick around for the arcade and of course we have the all of our other stuff the millennial book club and um yeah (laughs) there's the phone that's it there's that's the um thank you for joining us this episode of road soda is brought to you by exotic apron my name is Derek Yancey. My father worked for a sultan who refused to eat any meat that wasn't endangered. He said it gave him better boners. Today, we allow you to continue his legacy at your dinner table. We bought an aircraft carrier so we could create a farm in international waters where anything goes. Right now, our home chefs are cooking General Zhao's Panda, Snow Leopard Sausage with Yak Cheese and Smoky Roasted Carrots, Whooping Crane Eggs Benedict. Kids love our Arctic Fox Nuggets or the Dolphin Salad Sandwich. And try our Bald Eagle Jerky. Free range on our five acre ocean farm. We don't pull these animals from their natural habitat. We farm them ourselves. Now you can enjoy all the exotic pleasures of panda and polar bear without the guilt. Shipped right to your door. Exotic Apron, pushing mealtime boredom to extinction. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. We interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcasting to bring you important happenings, mostly in Florida, from people doing meth. But here's the news. Aren't they the best? They are the best. (laughs) This just in can't wait on no bacon. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I call it. it. (laughs) Can't wait on no bacon. Uh, of course, it comes to us from my Suncoast because I, I try to look through the other ones. But my Suncoast always. Customer accused of punching McDonald's worker in Wisconsin after wait for bacon. Dude, what a you know bad what, day. You know what I love is that the news otter, um, is very in tune with the intelligence level of its readers. Yeah. Because it abbreviates Wisconsin W-I-S. Right. That's not the abbreviation system for states. It's just WI. It's just yeah, WI. Right. They do. We have to. Like, we've got to do the whole WIS because yeah. people are like, might be Missouri. I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you flip Missouri that way and then that it's, way, it's like yeah, an MI. A rotating a flip. It's MI. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, of course, we're back in a fast food. All the greatest news happens in fast food <sighs> restaurants. It's terrible, man. If we eliminate fast food restaurants, we eliminate almost the entire news segment. Yeah, yeah. 
You're like, yeah. oh, you mean you might eliminate, uh, you might eliminate crime. All right, let's read it. A 17 year old in Wisconsin quit her job at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got punched in the face. I quit. What I, I love the perspective that they that they're starting from. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Typical millennials. What do you up. think? Everyone gets punched in the in the head, Charlene. You can't just quit because you get punched once. It's McDonald's. Yeah, Paul has CTE from getting hit so many fucking times. <laughs> Paul's been hit three times today, and he's still filling the fryer. Mm-hmm. Uh, quit a job at McDonald's after a customer allegedly, I love it, assaulted her because she felt she had waited too long for her food. Cell phone video, as always, obtained by Greenfield Police shows the terrifying, terrifying moments on December 27th when a McDonald's customer loses her patience on 17-year-old employee Serena. That's funny. I didn't know what her name was. What did I, I said Charlene, Serena. Close enough. I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. She grabbed my daughter and punched her in the face, the back of the head, and then slammed her down on the ground. Oh, my God. Said Rachel Howell, the victim's mother. I'm angry. So, I think McDonald's HQ is getting out their checkbook right about now. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. This is, it's ridiculous, though, because we don't know what led up to it. Maybe the person was being sassy or something. But if it was literally just over the bacon taking a while, dude, if you've never worked in like a restaurant or if you've never worked retail, uh, sometimes it's just hard. Some sometimes days things just don't go the way well, they're supposed to. Sometimes yeah. you get hit in the face. Sometimes (laughs) Worked in retail Yeah dude Things sometimes You never know And the people That are out there Punching other people In the face Are the people Who have never Worked in retail Mm -hmm. I think it should be like You know how like Israel everyone's Got to go into The military In Yes Yeah In America um, In in Capitalist America Everyone should have To go into retail Just for a a little while Yeah (laughs) And like You know my old boss um, The way she treated Wait staff Um I uh, I tried to have a couple conversations with her about it, and it's it's, like, I don't want to go out to eat with you because you're so dismissive and rude. It's the most telling thing about a person's personality. Oh, do you want to know something interesting? I love interesting things. The job that I have now, um, the highest up manager, my direct report, or my my supervisor, and then my teammate. We all went out to lunch after my interview. Right. And it's just something they do. Whether they want me or... I guess if I do well in the interview, then they take you out to lunch okay, to okay. kind of get to know you a little better in that setting. And the highest up manager, I felt him being very attentive every time I interacted with the server. And I think that my company, they take you out to see how you treat servers. I think that they use it as a metric for... Per, anyways, I just I thought think it was it's interesting. A, it's, it's one of the most amazing metrics because mm-hmm. it shows what is your what is your division like what do you how do you view people when they're on the other side of the fence or how do you view people when they're on the mm-hmm. other side of the transaction like mm-hmm. do you assume your role as you need to wait on me or do you see past that bullshit and you say i'm communicating with another fucking human being exactly who with feelings and emotions is here because this is their job yep yeah china fire i don't know man that can mean a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things. This comes to us from my son coast. Fire destroys Chinese restaurant in Florida. Oh man, I know, right? That would That's be news. scary. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean it is weird that it's news, but it's also that would be scary to be Quick. eating at a Chinese restaurant and all of a sudden it's, it's like on fire. Yeah, I think it's always on fire in a little bit. There's yeah. a lot of smoke because I'm going to be honest, and and I know this is mildly racist. Is um. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, whenever like I hear people communicate in like Cantonese or Mandarin, it sounds like they're angry. And yeah. they're, it sounds, sounds like, like there's, there's a, a fire. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that, uh, I, I don't know that I would know. I just be right. like, why, they, why is everybody freaking is out? Is there a fire? Yeah. How would you know if there was a fire? Nah, I think they're just 86 in the pork fried rice. Every, everybody it. after that is going to have to get white rice. Oh, this one's real. Oh, there's actually a fire. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways... Authorities say a firefighter sustained minor injuries while fighting a fire that broke out at a Chinese restaurant in downtown Tampa. This is like, there's nothing going on today. Jamie, didn't you have that China fire? Get that China fire story. We got to put something out, right? 
How is that the only news that day in uh, in Florida? There's got to be more Chinese restaurants burning down than that. My God. Right? Yeah. Now, I want to do two more. So this one isn't really an article, but I did. I mean, it is a news article. Okay. But it's not the news article you kind of think. So I want to do this one. Don't tell then, me what I think. Okay, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Justin. Monkey.com. Domain name exclusively available for name experts. It just doesn't make any sense. What is happening? Oh, from Name Experts oh, LLC. Okay, so Name okay. Experts LLC owns monkey.com. The domain name brokerage firm announces the exclusive representation of the supreme the super premium global domain asset. I believe I saw in here they're calling it Beachfront Real Estate. Oh my god. Monkey.com is available. It is for sale. Monkey.com is for sale. This is our chance. To finally be something. Dude, this is amazing. I, You know, you don't even think about this. This is almost like a patent troll where they just buy domains and it's yeah. like, if you want it, you can have it. So that's essentially, that's what that company does. They're a brokerage. Yeah. They So if you, which means they also buy and they sell. So if, they, if you have a domain, like I fucking bought monkey.com, like as soon as the internet came out, I bought it and I've been, I've, I've had it for 20 bucks a month for forever. Mm-hmm. Now I want to sell it. You could sell it. Because how are you going to find a buyer? You can't find a buyer. Find a buyer. You go to names, and then they turn around and they fucking sell it. And this is how they're trying to sell. It. And this this is very interesting stuff. As they start explaining to you, uh, like what the Google Analytics on average, the keyword monkey receives over three hundred thousand search results per month. Just wow. on average, people just typing in the word monkey. That's mostly racist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you're gonna get two people here. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to get a bunch of racists and, and you're get a bunch of like capuchin enthusiasts. Yes. <laughs> or capuchin. Uh, results per month with decent CPC and a rich backlink profile. Uses for this global beachfront real estate include technology, media, finance, health, e-commerce, and many others. It's really wow. your fucking decision, right? Yeah. It's interesting stuff. Let's buy, what do you, what would you, if you could own any domain, what would your domain be? You mean so that I could resell it or just what domain I want? Sure. Yeah, let's do so you can resell it. Um, I wish I would have gone back and um, bought uh, Instagram. Like I wish I would have thought of or Snapchat. Like the word? Yeah, yeah. Or like Snapchat or like, you know, basically just throw throw a wide net and like come up with like a bunch of cheesy I mean, you could probably still do that. Yeah, I guess I could. I wish I would have gone back and bought Goofle. Uh, yeah, G O O F L E because yep. of how many times Google <laughs> mistyped. Yeah, you get all that fucking leaky traffic. Yep, I yeah. actually really like that. That's a good idea. <laughs> Which I think Google owns all like Google and. Like, well, that's like sometimes I go to this website called Redsit R E D S I T, and it's just like a. <laughs> it's not a website. It's like a, a weird advertising splash page. Right. Which honestly, it might be owned by Reddit. Yeah, that's fine. And they crazy. might make a lot of money off those advertisements. I agree that probably are, man. So here we go. This, it says he needed a DD that smile. I don't, I want to skip crap. I don't remember what crap was, but I don't really, um, yeah, it's just not. Okay. He needed a DD that smile and neat with a question mark. Uh, so those are the three man. you get to choose from for our last article today. W- okay. Hmm. Well, let's just go with uh, that smile. I had a feeling you would choose that one. I don't know why. Anyway, that smile. See, so th- let's not let's not look at this. Right? Okay. Uh, just look at her face. So she looks very happy. This looks this like, looks a, like a high high school senior photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. This looks like a high school senior photo. She's happy. Mm. She's like, this is the picture day. But it is a mugshot. It is a mugshot. Yeah. You never see anyone. Usually, you have people trying to hide their face mm-hmm. in some way. This girl is. Uh, we're putting this in the yearbook. Yep. Florida woman, hit man with SUV, tried to urinate on deputy, cop says. And that's the fucking person that did it. Isn't, dude, isn't it, what that's the, wild. F- yeah, what kind of smile is that that we're, like, is that insanity in her eyes? Is she, is this person, this is, deputy said, Serena Mary, Maris Probus. Why does she have such, like, a Latin name? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, a, a Latin Told them she doesn't remember hitting a man with her SUV, but she totally remembers what pissing on everybody. 
One reason might be that it happened back in October. Another reason, Deputy said she claimed to be too high on cocaine to remember doing so. Is yeah, that what, is that what, what her... What? So, no, the piss thing? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you talking about with the car? I didn't hit anybody with a car. Yeah. Oh, it must have been so... Because I was so out of my mind on coke that day. So you can't get me in trouble for that. Did her... Was her lawyer like, we're going with the coke story? All right, yeah. If you're... It says it now. There was a case where this guy was too high on coke and that's what we're going to base this on is that a thing is that a defense mm-hmm. can you use that as a defense yeah <laughs> that checks out yeah that checks that out checks yeah out. uh they didn't charge her for that until january uh january 1st while responding to a separate incident at her sister-in-law's home deputy told the tampa bay times probus tried to leave the home with her six-month-old baby a sister-in-law stopped for it. poor kid this bitch coked out of her mind, hitting people, pissing on cops as a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The sister-in-law stopped her by wrapping her arms around here, but then the deputy said Probus bit her on the hand. So she's like, I need to get out of here. Sounds like wow. she remembers hitting somebody with her car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to scramble? They're just wow. here because they, they're they checking on the neighbors got something stolen. They're and just checking. Why are you running? She's clearly consumed damsel in distress media because that's the go-to for the damsel in distress or like the little kid being held. Is yeah. To, like in a cartoon is to bite I've the got, hand. Yes. I just need to, me and my kid, I got to get him out of here. Which by the way, the uh, the reaction to let go would not be my reaction. I would punch you in the temple and then be like, well, you can't bite if you're asleep. I know. Dude. Do you think she can throw a punch? That she probably can, dude. Look at her; she's insane. Yeah. They took her into custody, and she said and and said she hurled profanities at them while locked into the patrol car. Authorities said she even kicked out the window in the cruiser. Woo! Man, deputies used a hobble restraint to bind her legs, and they said she tried to urinate on them during the struggle. Wow! So not so through her pants is what I'm hearing. I, I thought so. I was imagining her like actually trying to like strip her pants and, and urinate on someone, but she was doing it through her own pants, which is so funny. Dude, she's just pissing her pants, sir. Yeah. She's not trying to pee on you. She's just pissing her yeah. pants. How was she projectile peeing? What is this? Yeah. Uh, they took her into custody and said she hurled profanities at them. Uh, where was I? This is the last thing I'll read. They said she was more successful with her attempts to spit on them once they got her in the car. But they have the leg restraints, but they don't have like the... Yeah, the Hannibal Lecter The Hannibal mask. Lecter mask. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck Christ, dude. Pete, this is insane. I don't even know what this... Like, you can't make it crazier than what it already is. I do also, I want to mention, um, we don't have to pull up the article or anything, but, uh, I did send Isaiah an article and it was these two guys stole a lobster truck and, Mm -hmm. and while the cops were pursuing them, they collided with another lobster truck. And And so just like, I don't know why that's just, you, what a TV Greening couldn't write a better episode of the Simpsons. It's so funny. That's so, that is fucking funny. Well, obviously the, that's, Irony? Is that what that is? I, yes. Okay. I, and, I don't actually know, but... And that's been the news! Hey, Greg. Did you know that Popco makes the top fireproofing brick used in crematorium incinerators? I did not know that. But I did just read that they are also the leading producers of matchbooks, women's shoes, and public school lunches. <laughs> wow. Great stuff. That's right, they are our favorite sponsor because they send a big check and only ask us to remind you all that they own 63% of all American brands. And because of this wide and sweeping reach, if you are eating, sleeping, alive or dead, Popco would like to thank you for your continuous support. Hey, welcome to the arcade, everybody. That's right. This is the new segment we're doing. It's called the arcade. And I'm pretty excited about this. How about you, J-Man? Are you excited about this? I'm extremely excited about this game. About this game and about, oh, and about the, the segment. segment. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the segment. The thing is, the arcade is a breath of fresh air when it comes to gaming uh, or uh, mobile gaming. 
Because so I haven't played. When's the last time you played a game that was actually fun to play? That was a mobile game. Like when was the last time you can think you played a mobile game that you're like, I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's been an extremely long time. Um, yeah. Fallout Shelter came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I thought I was enjoying it, but then I realized it's like there's no gameplay. Like You realize you're, they're just you're building tapping you? On co- yeah, and like they wanted to, if you pay, you can get better faster. You don't have to wait so long. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to play games like that. It's no. not, it's not mean, cool, you know? You should I don't even to, want the option there. Yeah, you should have yeah. to be you should have to be good at a game if you you know. It's the whole point of a game. Yeah. Why would you pay money and then, like, to play something and then pay money to not play it? Yeah, and the thing it's, is, it's the most. Re, it's the it's the most. In, you're. <laughs> I think that the most. The, the best thing about video games for people who maybe have never played or or don't know, like, is the challenge, you know? It's, yeah. So when, when a game says you're supposed to use this time to either relax or to challenge yourself and have a have excitement, have a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, if you pay, you can shorten the time right. that this game will last you, you know? like Yeah, it doesn't... I think what happens is everyone wants the feeling of winning. Like, they want they play the game, like, I want to feel have the feeling of, like, winning, yeah. but... You don't realize you only get that feeling when you've actually played. Like when you just buy all your stats and you have those stats and you play, you're not getting the feeling of actually playing or, or yeah, of, of, you don't, yeah, you won't get the feeling anyway. So that's what's, it's flooded with the app stores, nothing but mobile games like that. So what the arcade is, it's the Netflix for games, mm-hmm. for mobile games. It's mm-hmm. fucking genius. You pay five bucks a month, which is totally reasonable. And they give you access to, I think right now it's just over 100 games you have access to. And then um, you just play them as you want. But when you take out all of that, because app developers, when they put their apps on the app store, you know they only make so much money. If it's a free app, they don't make any money. They have to pay to get it on the app store. So mm-hmm. now how are we going to make money? Either you sell advertising mm-hmm. or you sell... Um, you sell shit in your game. Mm-hmm. So that's why it happens like they have no way to make money. They just, so what they do is they build a game based around your instincts to gamble mm-hmm. and they just bilk you out of money. And uh, whereas these, this is this is great. You take that aspect out, they get paid by our, the, the arcade to be there. Mm-hmm. And then they, um, and then they build a game that's actually fun to play. That's right. That's actually yeah. a fun game to play. So, that's why I'm really excited. So this is going to run just like the Millennial Book Club in that we're going to choose a, a, a game. We already chose this game. So if you guys want to uh, join in, you could just play the game whenever you want. We're going to talk about it. I don't know how much. I don't think we're going to ruin this one too much. But um, yeah, and then the next week, we'll so we'll announce a game at the end of this. And mm-hmm. then the next week, we'll talk about it. And it'll be the same thing. So you'll play the games along and... Uh, you can actually get a free month. It's just like that, uh, just like Netflix. You can redeem a free month, and of course, the only uh, downside is you've at this point you got to have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. So it is unfortunate, but I think it's not going to be long before because, dude, these I'm very excited. Okay, so the game is Pilgrims. The game is called Pilgrims, and I want to go immediately to Justin's first thoughts on the game pilgrims because uh justin used to is a is much more of a gamer than i am so i love the art style yes that was the very first thing that i thought this is a very beautiful game i like the puppeted animation oh that's a great way of explaining it yeah and um it really it felt like a storybook you know like as soon as i started playing i was like oh this is like a storybook and it's animated so of course the characters would move puppeted and so when the game opens up it's actually an inn and there are a bunch of people um, playing uh, um, cards. Cards, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is, like, I don't know if you noticed, but they. Um, uh, Let me uh, go to the game as well. I see you've got it open. Yeah, there yeah. was a there was a little um, uh, like caption, and it said something like "The Hag, the Lumberjack, and the Devil." Right, it's right. Like pilgrims, the the Hag, the Lumberjack, the Devil, something uh-huh. like that, and. Uh, um, you see those characters playing cards with yes. your character and you're like, well, who do I play as? And you don't, you play as this pilgrim. And so anyways, the way the game works is you have an overview map. Yes. And if you tap places, uh-huh. 
you can your character will walk to them and then there's a puzzle you have to solve right and there are clues you might not be able to solve that puzzle right away and you have a hand of cards uh and you get cards a- as you go to different places right as you see objects right on this one might one. have something to chop firewood this one something might have something to cook with or something and so then you, if you play these cards you basically get like, oh, I got a full house, so I solved this puzzle. Right. Um, but but it's more complicated than that. It's not just matching things. You know, you kind of have to think about what combination yeah. of cards is going to solve this puzzle and progress the story. Right, right. Because of that, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. It so far has not been too challenging. Right. Uh, but I also only played about an hour. So it'll probably get more challenging, I hope. Right. And um, uh, so so it, it's, it's not this dopamine release of like, I got to play fast. I got to, you get to think, right. You might like, maybe there'll be a puzzle I won't solve for two days. And that excites me. Right. To go back and be like, Oh, I got it. I got it. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's an exciting puzzle game. Looks like a storybook. I, I, I think it's well made. It is very well made. And it's, so when you read the description, uh, actually, I wonder if I can pull up the description of the game. Um, when you, it says it says that the game itself isn't necessarily made. It's made for replay. Right. So I think it's only, I think the game is almost about an hour. So if you're at an hour, you're probably pretty close to beating it if you haven't. But if you notice as every time you solve a, a problem and the problems are rented, represented by these different people's problems. Mm-hmm. Like, so like you said, it was the overview of the map and then you click the location of the map and then it kind of goes to that location. It's like a picture of mm-hmm. that location and your little guy walks on screens. But everyone is re- everything in the game that's a playable object is represented by the cards you were talking about. Right. And, and let me just say, like, uh, to, to be a little more clear, we have the overview map. You might see along the road a, a tent. And right. if you click on that tent, your character will walk there and then you'll see a campsite. You know? Yeah. So, it'll, or, yes. or, yeah or you see a dock and when you go, you'll see a boat. You know, that kind of thing. Right. So I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, yes, yes. That's That's... Thank you for elaborating more on that. The uh, yeah, so the the game is, and I've never. Have you ever played a game similar to this or or, or like that? Um, so there was this game called uh, Professor Layton's something something. It was it another mobile game or was it no like no a- no? It was a Nintendo DS game. Okay okay. And it was very similar to this in that, but the difference, be, you know, you were a uh, like a detective, right? Like right. Sherlock Holmes. And so you go in a place and you'll have to figure out what happened here based on clues. So it's a little bit, it's similar where there's no combat and it's a puzzle game based on like collecting items. Uh, and, and, um, but yeah, anyways, so. Right. Yeah. So that makes, maybe they did, maybe they drew inspiration from that one. Um, but it is, but very, it, it, this is very unique. I, I just meant that that was a similar puzzle style game. That's, yeah, that's kind of what, it is super unique. And, and, uh, I love the voices like. I don't know if they're speaking a language. They might be because I think the the developer is uh, some like Scandinavian guys. Mm-hmm. So the people that are like when you hear their voice, like uh, they're like yeah, yeah, almost like Sims, but like lower pitch. It's it's yeah, and so here's what the actual game says, or this is what the actual description description. Thank you, sir. Pilgrims is a playful adventure game created by a team behind. Man, match Inarium and Samara Sam Orost. Match Inarium. You can assume that's probably like a card matching game in Samorost, which is S A M O R O S T. Oh, Sam Orost. Uh, roam the land as you please and make new friends. Yeah. Share and, and uh, I just have to make the obligatory statement that um, when I thought you. Uh, roam the world to please and meet. They they said please first. I definitely thought this was gonna be a sex game. <laughs> you gotta find the old hag. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta please her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the game is really fun, and it's it's uh, I think it's what you would call cute. But when you solve a problem, uh, it comes up as an achievement because there's mm-hmm. supposed to be there's like forty five cards. Mm-hmm. And so each situation, you can solve that situation multiple ways. There's no one way to solve someone's problem, apparently. Um, like, I immediately sent the game to my sister, mm-hmm. and she was asking me how how to do something. And I kind of gave her a hint. And when she came back to me and told me how she did it, it was completely different from what I ended up doing. 
She was like very interesting. Yeah. So you have you you've met the the bear obviously right? Sure. And um, she was asking me how do I get blank? Because I don't want to. I don't know how much we should talk about her. I don't know how much you've you've played because mm-hmm. I don't want to. I know you like the games. I don't want to ruin it. But I just told her I was like go talk to the bear. Mm-hmm. She, and because she was like how do I do this problem? And I'm like well have you spoken to the bear? She goes no. And that was it. So it was basically just talk to that guy for a while. Mm-hmm. And when I asked how she solved the problem and she explained it. I was like, holy shit, that was completely different from, from what I did. So I will, I want to go back and try to, cause I'm sure it's going to be a different achievement. Um, but yeah, what is, um, like as far as what's your, what's your least favorite aspect? My, would you say of my, this game? Um, my least favorite aspect is, um, the uh let's see i don't think i have one i no. mean it it kind of it's kind of like uh you how you talk about movies like this game accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish um i would say maybe like the simplicity yeah. to a degree right like you know you're just kind of you tap to go to this spot you use these cards but i think the puzzles make up for the simplicity of the gameplay so. i think um mine as we're talking about it i can think of it is is that it's i want more mm-hmm. um because like you can play through pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, I, I don't know, I guess the challenge, not the challenge, but I guess then the, um, once you play the game, once the game is, how can you, it then becomes, how can you solve these problems differently? So there is replayability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I guess that is the the thing. So anyway, you came up with the new grading system. I did. I'm very proud. I'm I'm really happy with it too. Or we or it wouldn't be if it wasn't great, then we wouldn't be using it. But we That's of course right. we have the grading system for Millennial Book Club, which is um, uh, uh, must watch. Mm-hmm. Which we're gonna change up. It's gonna be must watch. Uh, it'll be watch it if it's there, mm-hmm. and then go ride a bike. So that's Millennial Book Club. The arcade, yeah, is different. And are uh, you guys ready? Yeah, I want Justin. Justin, please. What is what is the arcade? Right, here we go. If we really, really, really like this game, if we super fucking like it, we're going to tell you to binge it. We're going to binge it. This means like sit on the couch and just re- just play it. Even, even if you were going to do something else, like you should play this. Ignore don't re- phone calls. Yeah, don't go to yeah. work. Yeah, quit your job. Get real good. And then the second one is going to be what we're all thinking, which is play while you poo. Play while you poop. Look, but you're going to do that with the binge it. At some point, you are going to have to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you binge, you, you play while you poo also. Right. But for this one, it's kind of like... I'm at work taking a poo break. I'm just gonna play the, play a level of this game real quick, right? Um, yes. But I'm not gonna like not play another video game when I have time to be at my console or something. Yeah. The last one is gonna be uh, just scroll Reddit, which means just, just don't even play this. Just play a different game or like just scroll Reddit while you go, poo. Yeah. You know, read it, read something yeah. else, do mm-hmm. something. Go else. on social media, which God, I know <laughs> it's gonna Yikes. be really bad for you uh, for for us to say go to go play um, Farmville. Yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I really like this. I would put this, as much as I did enjoy it, um, I don't know if I would put it up on binge. I would say play while you poo for sure. It's a really great poo game. It is a great poo game. Yeah. Um, So I I like that we... uh, And also, as far as the binge it, we said I was talking to um, Master Justin just before this. I want to change the Millennial Book Club's number one i want it should be binge it also they should both right. be binge it because yeah. that's like the how how is it not binge i can't fucking believe that anyway so yeah uh this one is going to be play while you poo yep and you can now with the um with the arcade not only can you get a full month free but you can uh, have a family subscription that's right and six people can also join in i didn't look on how to do it uh, it's pretty simple. But. I'm set up family sharing with Mandy for like, we have a terabyte of the cloud storage. Ooh, baby. Uh, just to share between the two of us because we both have Macs at home and we uh-huh. have our, our iPhones. So it means that like I can store all of my music, all my videos for the pedal demos and she can store all her school stuff and we can have all our photos. And um, it doesn't mean that they can access your photos. Right. It just means that like you're sharing this this the storage space. space yeah. Right. Okay. But so, the, but the games you can share. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And right. it's but what I'm saying is it's super easy. You just go to family sharing. You add their phone number. It texts them a link, and then they click on it. It's like all right, now you're there. Giddy up. Yeah. Cool. That's fucking awesome. And uh, so yeah. And I'm I'm really excited for us to explore the arcade, and they're always putting new games in there and whatnot. So, uh, like I said, right now there's like over a hundred. I think we're gonna have we're gonna be fine with uh, you know doing this. So you get to choose the next game. 
Mr. Justin, please, what is the... The next game that I would like to try looks really, really cool. The game is a puzzle game, and it's called Tint. T-I-N-T. T-I-N-T. And so essentially what you see is like parchment or some sort of like porous writing material it's like watercolor paper yeah because it's a yeah and then you see little little swaths of color and you start off with a color and then you see swaths of color and uh and then little circles and the circles are all different colored they're outlined there's they're not filled and what you have to do is move your color through these swaths to blend to create new colors that match the colors of the non-filled circles right then when you reach the circle um it turns into a flower and wow. your goal is to hit all of those circles, and then you meet, you beat the level. So it's a puzzle game. It's got a cool color aspect. It looks very relaxing. Like it it's, does, you know. And so, it, I'm, yeah, I'm watching it now. It's it's a I've never seen a puzzle game based on on color like that. Yeah, I've never seen a color game where you have to like combine colors to. It's going to be a whole new level of thinking. Like I've never thought in that place before i think if you're an artist you're gonna f- might find it like a like a painting artist you'll find it a little easier because you'll know what colors combine make what colors but it also i i think it might be played similar to centipede or or snake whatever it's called right. yeah snake where you you can't overlap yourself oh yeah yeah that would i hope it's like that because that would add an element of challenge how do i mix in this order you know so so we'll see we will find out and it looks like it's going to uh be that way so we'll play tint and then next week we will talk about Tint here in the arcade. So thank you for joining us here in the arcade. And we'll catch you. I'm, ex- I'm pumped. I'm pumped about this one, man. Me too. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Poober. Never again let your bowels be restrained. When all the stalls are filled, the doors are locked, or there is a small purchase standing between you and a key. Take out your phone and order a pooper directly to where you are within minutes, eliminating the process of finding a bathroom. Break out of the poo prison and poop freely. If you are new to pooper, take a moment to listen to this gigantic log of amenities. Every pooper truck is over 100 square feet of climate-controlled, luxurious restroom space. Multi-zone climate control, you can preset air, water, and seat temps. Customizable ambient mood lighting. Bose speakers with Dolby noise reduction for that comforting blanket of audio privacy. Or Bluetooth, if you decide you want to partake in a more discreet experience. 5G Wi-Fi to surf the web. And heated toilet seats with Toto Bidet Washlets. Poober guarantees an environment for you to do your business comparable or better than your home bathroom. Some people even call a pooper directly to their house. Poober also understands that not everyone sticks the landing every time. That's why every truck comes stocked with complimentary undergarments and pants so you can move on with your day without the hassle or embarrassment of having shit yourself. Poober is the premier toilet to you service. Forbes magazine calls Poober the greatest innovation in defecation technology in the 21st century. Popular Science magazine said first there was toilet paper, now there's Poober. And Consumer Reports says the $20 monthly Poober premium subscription is the best money you can spend on an asshole. Poober, a Popco brand. Mayonnaise baklava cream. Try the all new mayonnaise baklava cream. You can put it in your coffee. Mm -hmm. Spread it on toast. It's good for sore joints. Good, great for sore joints. I had this uh, lesion Mm -hmm. on my foot. Yeah, and it did wonders for that too. Yeah. That's all. It's, it's a great product. The mayonnaise baklava cream that critics are crying about. <laughs> <laughs> FDA approved. Uh, this is the Millennial Book Club. Welcome to it. It's been a long time. It's actually been, uh, you know, as we've already stated, two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but let's finally talk about The Witcher. Yeah, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about The Witcher. And the Millennial Book Club is just fucking watching Netflix. We only watch Netflix originals. 
uh, we'll choose one and then you watch it and we come back and we talk about it. And I will be completely honest with The Witcher. I watched, I think it was 30, 40 minutes uh-huh. of the first one. Oh, okay. And that's that's where I got to. So I want to, I almost want to give you my opinion before. I would love it. Before you give your opinion, because yeah. I think we might feel a little differently for a couple of reasons, mm-hmm. and I don't want to feel. I don't know. So here's here's how um, here's how I feel about it. So I never played the game. Mm-hmm. I know that The Witcher is uh, like an amazing game, acclaimed. Everyone, I don't know if it's critically acclaimed, but I know that everyone I've spoken to who's ever played it is like it's one of the best. And then, um, but I never played it. And so I watched the movie, or as a show, I should say, it is a show, and um, there was things I liked about it. I could see, I was like, now this is, uh, it's well shot. Mm-hmm. There were some angles and shit that I was kind of like, it's kind of weird. It's a little, it's, I feel like that's from a different kind of thing. I did like the stylization, like some of the, the way it looked. I felt like in each scene... Like it starts out and he's in that swamp and he's fighting that fucking beast. I'm sure Mm -hmm. that beast is like well known in the game. Mm -hmm. It's something you fight. They or they they, and they put it right in there immediately to grab all the fucking gamers. Mm -hmm. So they're like, dude, that you fight that thing. It's just like this scene. The scene looks the same. And I can say that never even playing it. I'm sure. I love how stylized it looks. Like it's everything super black. Even like the trees and like the fog. It's like. It's 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 obviously not realistic, but you Mm -hmm. get they're cranking up the. The things that make a swamp swampy. Yeah, and that's kind of that's yeah. kind of what I mean. I love that. I think in some scenes they needed to do it more. Like you, it's almost like the whole thing is like that. But in some places they needed, they should have just gone more. But I don't know how much different it would have made it from the game. But I think you have a little bit of leeway when you're doing that kind of thing. Sure. Okay, so let me hurry it up. Now, as far as the actual. Thing again, I don't know the game, I've never played the game, so I don't know if it's like they're staying super close to it, and that's why it's like this. But I really, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it, man. No, I didn't enjoy it, and it was because there was things, um, about some of the story and about how things were happening. I'm like, it just kind of seems now, spoiler alert, it does, there's only halfway through the first one, so it's not mm-hmm. like at one point there's a battle. Right, they all just run off to battle. Yeah. They're like they're having like a thing, and then a guy comes in. And he's like, "They're here." Mm-hmm. Like, why are you having a fucking festival? Like, you shouldn't. And they're like, "They're here sooner than we thought." So you knew they were coming. And you're just like, "Let's have a festival." Mm-hmm. Next scene, they're on the battlefield, and this is what I really kind of got me: the king and the queen are both armed yeah. up yep. and on the battlefield. Yep. And now I don't know what the game is like, and it doesn't have to. Obviously, there is some semblance, like some attachment to like. It's modeled after the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. like the real Middle Ages. Yeah. So you have leeway to change that. It doesn't have to be just, it doesn't have to be, if it was just like it, they wouldn't curse. They wouldn't use any curse words. Mm-hmm. And obviously it'd be, of course, probably speaking a different language. Right. Or but anyway, it's, um, I, I didn't, I didn't like that the fucking king and the queen were both on the fucking yeah. battlefield. Well, so I'll, like, I'll, I'll just, address this real okay, quick. Please, is, please, um, please. Uh, I agree that, it was just all of a sudden they're in battle. And yeah. Now this this actually follows the books which come okay. before the games, okay, but okay, irrelevant. Okay. The same characters and stuff, and you're you're really seeing how the characters became who they were in the games. Okay. But um, they mention a few times, actually quite a bit in the episode, they like Nilfgaardians or like Nilfgaard, 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 but they don't make a good enough. If I didn't know who Nilfgaard was. I, I don't think I would have had any idea. And I don't think Mandy understood the battle either because yeah. it was like, they kept mentioning like Nilfgaard turmoil and Nilfgaard this and the Nilfgaards that might come. It's almost like they're just assuming you know the jargon already. Right. And not only that, but Nilfgaard, uh, you know, you, you, at least the first time I heard it, even the game, because of knowing that you're fighting monsters, I was like, is that a monster? Like, what is right. it? They didn't say like the city of Nilfgaard, the empire of Nilfgaard. So, and then the other thing is that with, with the queen and king uh, fighting, they do, they mention that 
I think in a later episode how how unorthodox that actually is. Like oh, so they actually are like looking back at it. Well, of course yeah, you're gonna like, get shot so, in the face with an arrow. You shouldn't well, fucking be out yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like those two kings and queens do that where most most don't. Okay, they, they're that, like okay. they want to be out there fighting with their their people. It's kind of like their shtick, you know. So yeah. Also, um, even in the Middle Ages, I feel like if you get shot in the eye with an arrow you're mm-hmm. probably not gonna drop dead he might he might drop down from shock he'll writhe a little bit is what but you're I, what, I'm, what i'm saying is like they you would have a pretty good chance of dying like days later because it, when you get shot in the eye you're not hitting your brain your brain's a good a bit above your eyeball oh that's like, really you can true go straight in all the way back oh, to that's the really back true and yeah. you don't hit fucking brain it's gonna hurt yeah. you probably are gonna pass out just for mm-hmm. like a fucking arrow in my eye yeah but like you know you you can yank the arrow out and and then as if keep it clean as long as you can, but you're probably gonna die of like some kind of infection, mm-hmm. not the arrow in the eye. Again, doesn't have to be realistic. Yeah, <laughs> obviously we don't know he died right there. They could have he passed out and they could have carried him off. And then it's just um, it it uh, I don't know, man. I w- also it was I was looking at some of the things I, I couldn't help but think about shit outside of what I was watching. You know, like oh, you didn't get immersed. I, well, no, no, no. It's I guess, I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah, what what I'm talking about is thinking about like the. So I'd see the set, and I'd be like, so how much of this is green screen, right? And I'd see some parts. I'd be like, well, that really looks like. Did they find a little location for this like, uh, sort of, uh, um, village out in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere? Did they find this location and start and then shoot just down the street, or is that like mostly green screen? Did they build this? Is this fake? And then all of a sudden it cuts to the princess and she's got the most obvious contacts in her fucking eyes. Oh, yeah. A lot of the characters have like purple eyes or cat which eyes. I get and, it. Yeah. But dude, I think there's ways to make it more seamless. Not you like, know what's really here's funny your is fucking actually, contacts. Here's your contacts. From what I understand, in Game of Thrones, they didn't give Daenerys purple eyes, which she was supposed to have, uh, I guess. Right. Because I, I didn't and read people the People shit, shit bricks because... Well, they HBO decided there was no way to do it and not have it look cheesy. Like with contacts or CGI, and good in, decision. And in this, it it is a lot of people think it's cheesy. I I think uh, it's pretty noticeable too. So it's not even noticeable. It's distracting. It makes yeah. people look wall-eyed. Yeah, They're, your 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 pupil is so you get so used to the nuance of pupil, but you don't even think about it. Like mm-hmm. where people's eyes are pointing, because I think we use it so much to communicate mm-hmm. that when it's slightly fucking off, like when as soon as you put those other circles in there and it makes them slightly off, you immediately notice yeah. because you're so in tune already with where people's eyes point. And it's like, yeah, it just looks weird. You, it, the whole thing looks uh, strange, but I think you can do it if it's like one shot or like a short shot, but the amount of, it's like editing out Superman's fucking mustache. The amount you would have to do throughout the whole show all the time, always, it, that would add yeah. up. That would add up. Well, let me tell you what I think about please, this show. Please, please. What right, did you are think? Ready for this? So um, thank you. So I'll, thank you for, I hope you don't judge me. No, man. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. That's kind of like, um, I dislike people who judge other people based on their music taste. Right. It's like you know something that's very subjective very personal and it's like my buddy joel at work he's like uh he doesn't like metal and he'll listen to it with me and he's like yeah i recognize that's technical and as a musician i appreciate that but i don't like listening he's like when i listen to music i just like to relax he'll start liking it he i hope 100 percent. So. give him some years yeah he'll, because I hope it'll so. become attached to the friendship and he'll be he'll like you more which means he'll start liking the that's true 100 percent but so anyways, he's like, I like to listen to music. I like to relax. So he listens to like uh, white dude reggae and like Jack Johnson and that kind of stuff. Um, so anyways, point is the, the witch, I, I wouldn't judge you for not liking the witcher. Thank you. I'm going to lead with some things that I dislike and I okay. think, okay. And number one is the order of the episodes. Right, right. Now this episode that you're watching really sets the scene for how everything's going, but it is the the episodes are shown out of order so this actually happens after the and i'm i'm just paraphrasing but like after the events of episode 5 mm-hmm. and so the real order of the whole series might be like 3 2 5 blah 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 8 so 8 the last episode is actually the end of the story but because they tell the story in the episodes out of order it's a little bit jarring rather than doing like flashbacks, which I think would be better. You know, um, I will say that 
what I wanted from the show was just a show about the Witcher going around and they're basically bounty hunters, you yeah, know? And so that's fucking cool. And what's really, really cool is that all the monsters in here, like it's not like, Oh, the troll or all the, you know, the, um, the werewolf or something, right. They have things like that, but every monster has a, a backstory of why a human became this monster or, or how these monsters are born through magic or, 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 or whether they're like an actual wild species. And like, for instance, there might be something terrorizing a town and it's uh, a boy who lost his mother. Right. And when he loses his mother, sometimes they become cursed and they turn into these monsters, you know, and things like that. So I like that. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. So, uh, uh, like in episode three, um, I got what I wanted. That that is an episode just about the Witcher being a detective, figuring out what the monster is, and then figuring out how to fight it, and then having a monster fight. And honestly, dude, I got goosebumps. It was like eleven thirty at night, and the monsters like walking down the halls of this church and just like screaming. And it's dark and it's gritty and it's like a horror movie. And then he's not a superhero, right? So it's a fight. It's not right. like I mean, he gets fucked up. And that's the thing is that like most monsters that he fights it's going to be hard. Right. Right. It's never going to be easy. And that's kind of the part of being a witcher. There are more than one. It's like an organization and you might die, you know? Yeah. It's, so anyways, loved that episode. And that's really what I wanted from this show was monsters and like cool detective work and like him just like duking it out. It only happens a handful of times because they're following all these other characters. So in the game, Geralt the Witcher is the main character. Right. You're playing as Geralt. Everything else is ancillary. You don't see how other people's stories unfold. Good word. Good so word. in the Netflix series, you there are multiple main characters and you're seeing a lot of arcs happening at once. So for me, that was kind of like what I what I I I grew to love. But it was more Game of Thrones where there's a lot of stories going on and, and how they intertwine rather than just like this is Geralt doing his Geralt thing. Right, right, right. Um so if you if you keep an open mind about how the story is being told, I think that it, it becomes a really cool story. Um, but uh, episode three, if you, I, I think people listening should give it to at least episode three because uh, that's whenever you you get more of the backstory, you understand what's happening, understand the characters, uh-huh. and uh, and it's a really cool scene I with think, the monster. And I agree. I, I I know deep down in my heart, I didn't give it enough because I could have watched through the second and third, and honestly, my my whole song could have changed about how I felt about mm-hmm. it. But I mean, there's still, there's still some things that, you know, yeah. like with the, the angles and whatnot, there was this one particular, cause I just watched uh, like last night. So I remember like the guy uh, there, he's talking to that former princess uh, down by the Creek at his horse. And there was an angle that was like, it wasn't like a perfectly parallel to the ground. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like at an angle, but up like underneath him and it just seemed like it was, it belonged in like maybe a campy, uh, um, like Ash, Evil Dead kind of thing. I understand you know, like, exactly what you're talking. You know about. that kind of yeah. like yeah. at an angle up yeah. underneath. Yeah, and it's like, dude, that doesn't. It doesn't. It just seems out of place. It's not for, modern, right? It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm gonna give it more. Mm-hmm. I want to give it more of a chance for sure. Uh, but I do, I think I'll put it, watch if watch it if it's there. Yeah. And so actually I have a hard time with this one, which you think that I wouldn't. I actually am somewhere between watch it if it's there and must watch. Uh-huh. Like I don't necessarily think that the Witcher is a must watch. And right. the reason is, is that if you're not into fantasy uh-huh. and if you've never played the game, um, it may require a little more for, for, for entering the series. I'm trying to, there's a word I'm thinking of, but, um, so it's it's hard. I, I think like watch it if it's there. Like if you want to try something new. Honestly, I would put it in watch it if it's there. I really enjoyed it, and I think that people who are a fan of the game or of the books or maybe even someone who liked Game of Thrones and yeah. is looking for their next little Game of Thrones fix, right? Um, I think that you you might enjoy it. But uh, but yes, yeah, so I put it watch it if it's there. I and uh, oh, we're changing it to binge it. Oh yeah, and binge, binge it. it. So <laughs> binge it if it's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
binge it if or not yeah we're not watch if it's there it's a must sorry the must watch we're it's changing binge it uh yeah so binge it or watch if it's there i'm somewhere in between and, and i think that i'm gonna land on on watch it if it's there right. uh, just because um i really enjoyed it but i can I think, see yeah, i could i see everybody's person. complaints about the show right and uh i think uh it is kind of like a uh a kind of maybe because i haven't i've i haven't looked but i I've got, I get the feeling that people are talking about it, saying they're not enjoying it too much. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I take that by... I've heard it mentioned a couple times, but I don't know the... Con- I can never really place the connotation of how people are mentioning it. And then I saw uh, Dane Cook tweeted about it saying he liked it. which I've And the way he said he liked it, he said, I like it. It was like... Fuck what everyone else is saying. I liked it. Yeah, which I is like exactly I what get mean. what you're I get what yeah. you're saying. So you're the only reason you're saying it like that is because everyone's talking about how much shitty it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also a lot of people don't know Dane Cook is a bit of a gamer. I think he was a huge Quake guy, just like um, what's his name, Joe Rogaine. I would put it in the same place. Watch if it's there. Now the next thing that we are going to be watching, I gotta move my face away from the mic to make this unlock. And uh, I was, I'm pretty excited about this because I, um, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to be there, but it's called The Laundromat. Okay. The Laundromat is the name of this one. And um, Meryl Streep, Gary Oldman, and Antonio Banderas in Steven Soderbergh's dark comedy about the financial scheme exposed by the Panama Papers leak. Very interesting. Very interesting, yeah. Uh, But Steven Soderbergh, let's look up some stuff. You guys might remember, we've actually spoken back in the earlier time of the Millennial, not the Millennial Book Club, but just the Road Soda in general. Let's see, Steven Soderbergh. We've talked a good amount about Steven Soderbergh. He has done, let's see, Ocean's Eleven. He did Logan Lucky, Traffic, Contagion. So he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff. So yeah, anyway, that is the next one. And um, wait, I think he did, was it Burn After Reading or something? Anyway. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much. That's Millennial Book Club, and we'll catch you back on the next one. You can send your uh, suggestions for the Millennial Book Club, or you can send us your reviews. How, what did you think about The Witcher? Please tell us what you think about that. And you can send that to roadsodamail at gmail.com, or you can call and you can leave a message at uh, 1, because that's the, the country code, 706-200-1213 is the phone number you call and it goes straight to voicemail and uh, you leave a, a voicemail and we'll put you here on the show until next week Mr. Justin Mr. Mitchell Mr. Mitchell what's up what's up and we'll come back and we'll oh Mr. Start. Mitchell's my dad call me Maximum <laughs> Overlord <laughs> I'm the overlord <laughs> Lizard Lift is the Uber of Lot Lizards Easily find and match with truck stop ladies in your immediate area. Lizard Lift takes the guesswork out of the hunt. Stop accidentally soliciting Blimpy's employees on their smoke break. I've been a truck driver 27 years, and I still can't always tell an Arby's waitress from a truck stop whore. When I roll into an Oklahoma City pilot station, 3 in the morning, last thing I want is a large Mountain Dew thrown at me. And now, you can test your skills with the new in-app game. Lizard Wizard. Lizards are always slithering and on the move. Catch them all to collect points and rewards. And you'll feel safe knowing all you'll catch is a good time. All lot lizards are rated and inspected with fixed fares and complete coverage from Pimp Insurance. Everyone wins with Lizard Lift. was uh that was 122 man mm-hmm. just we didn't have our you we didn't have the overarching story thing we just had our segments but you know what that's 
that's the nuts and bolts of a road soda. Mm-hmm. We got out these segments. That's what. That's kind of what it's about. Uh, what did you learn? Hmm. I learned that if you piss yourself during an act of police brutality, they will claim that you pissed on them. Yeah. Or you attempted to pee on them. Pee on them. And you can't even, girls can't even really pee on things. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, that's why they're so angry. Yep. That's why girls are always so angry. because yep. they, they never can write their name. Nope. They'll never know the joy. Yep. <laughs> um, I also learned that Apple came out with something called the Apple Arcade and it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I, I, I agree. I learned that, uh, the uh, that HBO was supposed to make everyone's eyes a crazy color, but it, they said it looked too weird in yeah. Game of Thrones. And, and I don't know if that's true. It. That's just what I've heard. Sounds like it would. I hope mm-hmm. it is, because that's a, I th- a that's a very professional decision. I like that decision because mm-hmm. you're like we don't fuck. We don't have to stick to the book. Let's just make it look not like. Let's make it look good. Yeah, yeah. I learned I, that Grant is a metalhead. I learned that Grant is a metalhead too, and I learned that Grant continues to to impress me with how great he is. As he knew far. about Emmanuel Kant, he knew he's a metalhead. He knew about Starcraft. Right. Like, you know what we have to do? Is Grant like some sort of sentient, like omnipotent being, and he's like a collection of all of our experiences? Like, is he yeah. some sort of like <laughs> not not the god, but right. a god of some he's, type? Yeah, he's he's the god of like yeah, all of our mm-hmm. combined experiences yep. and everything. Just yeah, which is uh, in it, our lives that way. I guess that would be our god. It is known. It is known. It, it is, is known. known. I think I think what we should do is um, maybe we should have Grant on. That would be so cool. Maybe yeah, just interview him. Like which, get a little. It's been too much. I've I've hung out with him. Uh, like, cause he's been a, a good friend since the Vine days, and I, I met him once over up in up in Chicago. We went out, went out to to breakfast, but I'd love to fucking talk to him. That'd we should, be super 100%. cool. Um, and he actually he actually bought his breakfast that day. He's super. He as when you, when you think he couldn't be cooler, he does something even cooler. So yeah, we should totally fucking have him on. Why the mm-hmm. fuck? And then maybe we'll do Jeff and Ellie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, Jeff did reach out about the um, interview we did with the glass blower, and, and uh, he he said that was a great episode. He loved listening to that as a as a glass blower. So that's fucking cool. All right, thank you guys so much. You can reach out to the show. You can call us seven zero six two hundred one two one three. You can leave a message on the answering machine. We'll play it right here on the show. You can also email in about uh, what was it's called tint. Tint is the, yes. the Tint is the next game. is the next game in the arcade, and also the next Millennial Book Club is going to be the Laundromat. You can send all your reviews and all that kind of stuff. You can send it over to RoadSodaMail at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll read that shit right on the air, and just like uh, just like your messages. Thank you so much. Catch you. Oh yeah, everybody, go to bed early. Go to bed this year early. Go to bed early. Thank you.